That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have looked at um, massive amounts of um, video footage, especially in the critical camera areas, and um, we've looked at the 24 hours prior to and 24 hours after of those, and now we're look, extending that out even further to other cameras and other time, time frames. We go through the latest developments in the University of Idaho murder investigation. From updates on the search for a car to a new stalker report, we get into it all. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Long Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. We have had an interesting past few days in the University of Idaho quadruple murder case. The killings of 21-year-old Kaylee Gonsalves, 21-year-old Madison Mogan, 20-year-old Zoniker Nodal, and 20-year-old Ethan Chapin. While there's still no arrests, no suspects, no recovered weapon, we do want to do a bit of a recap of some of the latest developments that we've been seeing and hearing. And we're going to start by talking about the white Hyundai Elantra. Now, as you'll recall, police asked for the public's help in identifying this car because they believe that it was near the crime scene at the time of the murders. Well, here is Moscow Police Captain Roger Lanier explaining some of the latest on the car and why it is so important. Well, through our tips, through our leads, some of the evidence that came in, we start to identify patterns. And like we said earlier, we are confident that the occupant or occupants of that vehicle have information that's critical to, to this investigation. We also understand that even though there's sometimes a fascination with a particular case, some people simply don't see the news and may not know that we're looking for it. So if we get the word out there, hey, maybe your neighbor has one in the garage that they don't drive very often. Maybe. Um, that there's one that's just not on the registration database, let us know. So far, we have a, a, a list of approximately 22,000 registered white Hyundai Elantras that fit into our uh, criteria that we're sorting through. That's, a, that's an awful lot of information, but it may not be all of them. So the public uh, can help us with that. And to give you an idea about why it is imperative for the public to be aware of all this and why it is imperative for the public's help is because of what just happened. A gas station assistant manager decided to just go through the surveillance footage from the gas station when she had some downtime. She did this after hearing the police's call for help 
in identifying the white car. And when she went through the footage, she noticed a white car driving rather quick, headed down a side street off a highway at 3.45 a.m. at the time, or at the night of the murders, I should say. 3.45 a.m. at the night of the murders. Now, police ended up collecting eight hours worth of tape from the gas station as a result of this. We're not really sure if the car is the one they're looking for. But again, it just gives you a sense of how important it is for the public to help the police at this critical time. There was also an update on whether or not Kaylee had a stalker. Originally, her family said that they weren't aware of a stalker. Police haven't corroborated any evidence to suggest that there's a stalker. They actually looked into a prior incident where two guys were in a local business with Kaylee back in October. Uh, One even looked like he was going to approach her, but didn't. Police checked out the two guys. They determined that they were just trying to meet girls and ruled them out as being suspects or involved in the murders in any way. But here's what's interesting. News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Enton, who has been following this case and has actually come here on Sidebar, he spoke with a vape shop owner who knew Kaylee and Madison and said there were discussions about a stalker just three weeks before the murders. Uh, you know, hey, you know, coming together and stuff like that, you know, just, you know, it's nice to see you girls trying to stay safe. One of them more or less openly says, oh, yeah, we've had a front of ours be stalked before. So this is kind of why we all travel in a group like this. And just was like, it, was it Kaylee who said that? Do you remember? No, it was Maddie who actually said that. So Maddie said it, um, and it was kind of like more mentioning, like motioning to Kaylee too, like who was right next to her. So you could tell that like they obviously all were trying to keep Kaylee safe, you know, and to be there for her as good friends. Now, we don't have any information about this. We don't know what they were referring to. We don't know who this was about, if it was about the incident that I mentioned in October or something else. But the reason that this is relevant is because we are trying to understand what would have led someone to commit these crimes. And according to Steve Gonsalves, Kaylee's father, after speaking with the coroner, he said that the wounds to Kaylee were worse. So there has this been this back and forth about what was the target? Was she the target? Were they all the targets? Was it a case of the house being targeted? That's why it's important to understand this backstory. By the way, focusing on the Gonsalveses for a moment, we know that Mr. Gonsalves has clearly expressed his frustration with law enforcement, particularly the flow of information, the communication. He's been very vocal on the media about that. But Kaylee's mom sat down with the Today Show, and she too said that she is frustrated. Gonzalez says she and her family support the police and the work investigators are doing, but they're critical of authorities for what they called poor communication with victims' families. You found out about the white car from a press release? Yes. Yes. Did they send you the press release? No. And Christy Gonzalez does worry that the case could go cold. She said, quote, I can't help but not. She said, I mean, in all honesty, this is a possibility. There's a lot of unsolved murders. And that brings me to Shannon Gray. Shannon Gray is the attorney for the Gonsalves family. And as he explained to my co-host here on Sidebar, Anjanette Levy, he had a very important meeting with the family as well as the authorities to explain their concerns with this investigation. Well, we were, you know, we had a meeting with the investigators on Monday. Uh, The investigators, the prosecutor, uh, Chief Fry was there. Um, as a few other people in the room and, you know, our theme going into that was accountability and communication, accountability, meaning that a lot of the information that had gotten out, uh, had been inconsistent and confusing, not only to the families, but also to, I think the public, you had the coroner making statements, you had the, 
uh, Bill Thompson, the prosecutor, making statements about targeting. And then that was walked back by Chief Fry in another statement. You had Art Bedke, you know, within a day or two making statements about crime of passion. And and so a lot of inconsistencies in that, you know, uh, it was consistency uh, promotes trust. And so, you know, part of our theme going in was that, you know, you need to uh, there needs to be some accountability within the investigation about having really one voice. And he really didn't hold back when it came to talking about the coroner in this case, Kathy Mabbitt. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Because according to Steve Gonsalves, as I mentioned, Mabbitt revealed to him gruesome details of the killing. She herself has spoken to the media saying, talking about the toxicology reports, the extreme nature of the case, the possible murder weapon. Well, Mr. Gray was very critical of her comments and whether or not she had a conflict of interest. Well, I mean, I I have issues with the coroner. Um, Number one, you know, expressing all of her opinions over the media um, at, I think, at inappropriate times, number one. Number two, you know, making a personal phone call and describing graphic details of the of what she discovered and what she um, to the family, I don't think was beneficial in any way. Um, I don't think she did it out of a place of of spite. I think she did it because she was, you know, trying to give them more details. But once you hear certain details, um, uh, it's not helpful to the family um, and certain things. So, and I, you know, I could go on and on about the coroner. The idea that she's a criminal defense attorney at the same time that she's a coroner, uh, I think, could present a conflict um, down the road. Um, and the fact that she's continuing to defend people um, during this investigation. Um, and she's done it before. I mean, the, the fact is, is that there was a, she was involved in a, uh, she was a coroner um, on a murder investigation in Moscow years ago. And she also was the, uh, the defense counsel on the case, uh, which is blows my mind. 
we believe he's talking about the James Curtis Leonard case. You can definitely check that out. Uh, but it's an important discussion that he's having about her and her role here. We want to go now to one more big update that we have to talk about, and that is the neighbor of the slain students. I'm talking about Enon Harsh. He sat down with Lauren Mathias, who is the host of the Hidden True Crime podcast and YouTube channel. The reason that he is important is because he allegedly heard something strange on the night of the murders because he was home. Um, after me, so I heard like, you know, a car shut, a door shut, and then like, you know, an apartment door shut, and like also uh, like a scream. But like, you know, that's like, that's like normal. Like I always hear like screaming almost every Saturday night. So like, I didn't really like think of it. Now here's what's interesting about Mr. Harsh. And then that is that people online think that he's suspicious. In fact, they have gone so far to suggest that he might be the killer. Here was his response to that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of, if, oh, I mean, it's almost hilarious to me that people think I did it and they're like sending, they're like telling me like, yo, you know, you did it. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like the equivalent to like flat earth theory to me. Well, I had the opportunity to sit down not only with Lauren Mathias about this, but I also sat down with legendary former homicide detective Phil Waters, who's an expert at obtaining criminal confessions. Here was his thoughts on Inan. He's, he's, he does a lot of looking around, and I'm not talking about eye stuff. I'm talking about just his mannerisms. He does a lot of, a lot of this, and there are a lot of uh, subtle shoulder shrugs. You'll be getting into a discussion and you'll see that shoulder start to pump. Those things together would indicate to me, if I was sitting in the room with him and had a better view of him, that there is a possibility of some deception in what he is saying. In my mind, if I'm one of the detectives, he's a suspect. A lot to digest here. And we are going to continue to follow this case as it ultimately progresses. And as we do, uh, I want to just remind everybody that if you have information, there are places to relay that. Authorities are encouraging anyone with relevant information to call the tip line at 208-883-7180. You can also email tipline at ci.mosco.id.us and digital media can be submitted at fbi.gov slash Moscow, Idaho. And that's all we have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sidebar. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.